loves, and welcome to Radical Softness, where we introduce ways of gently embracing all aspects of ourselves with kindness, grace, and understanding. So that we can do the work necessary to expand upon our own personal growth. I am Ruinous Rapture. I am Venera. And we invite you to sit back, get cozy, and enjoy this deep dive today. Hello. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be a little um, mini-sode, like a mini-episode, just starring myself. Uh, Venera and I have talked a lot about the idea of creating these kind of short mini-episodes, but um, I haven't had any ideas as to what my episodes would be about. Due to scheduling conflicts, uh, mostly on my end, um, I find myself under immense pressure to come up with a topic to record, edit, and upload before our next scheduled episode release date, which is literally tomorrow. (laughs) And with still no topic in mind. Um, I, you know, I finally came up with an idea and I kind of scripted it out a little bit. Um, I'm going to try my hardest not to just read from my uh, document uh, because really these are just meant to be notes for myself but uh, you know yeah let's uh, let's see how this goes. So you know like I said I had no idea what the topic should be. And the more time passed, the more my deadline grew closer, and the more pressure I felt, and the more creatively paralyzed I became. In other words, like, just that much harder to come up with an idea. Uh, The more shame I feel, the more guilt I carry, and that's when I realized that today's episode must be about pressure. And while this is something that may be more interesting to discuss with more than one person, um, I realize that this is a perfect opportunity to openly, honestly, and radically softly express my own relationship with pressure without external influence or input. What I mean to say is that um, I don't have the comfortable buffer of the back and forth conversation, nor will I have the safety net of knowing that someone in the room understands how I'm feeling or what I'm trying to say. And if the listener doesn't understand, um, there's no opportunity to work through that disconnect through clarifying conversation. No one is here to challenge my beliefs about myself, my feelings, and their source, or my opinion of what this might look like for anyone else outside of myself. This is raw, it's honest, and it's scary. (laughs) The perfect blend necessary uh, to be radically soft. Um, So I had a therapist, and I've probably mentioned this uh, in previous episodes, but I had a therapist who used to tell me that I have a habit of shooting on myself. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. You know, I should have this thing in order, right? 
And when it came to recording this mini-sode, I had a lot of negative self-talk about all the things I should. Uh, all the things I should be able to balance or juggle, but just can't seem to keep up with. And it isn't new. <laughs> this is the shoulding I make a regular habit. Uh, for example, I tell myself I should be able to work full-time, which I do, work out every single day, cook like dinner every night, practice an instrument, draw or paint, shower, and read a book before bed. And somehow I need to find time to meditate, stream more consistently, and get the right amount of sleep. Then on the weekends, I should be able to have the energy to record the podcast, play D&D with my friends, and take care of all the errands and chores I didn't have time for during the week. And at the end of it all, I should feel content, relaxed or energized, fulfilled, and have zero feelings of being overwhelmed or burned out. Um, after all, I don't feel like anyone else around me has as much difficulty managing their life as I do. And then I feel weak. I feel shame and guilt. And those feelings make getting anything done that much harder. Um, but <laughs> the reality is that juggling all of those things I want to do and accomplish during the week or the day, more actually more like the day, is not reasonable for me. And most of the time, I can barely manage to, uh, like I could barely manage to accomplish two of those things on my list during the entire week. And what leads me, and what leads me further down like this shame pit of shooting on myself is having this false belief that I am the only person who struggles like this. Like I'm somehow dumb or useless because I can't seem to get a handle on my life. Or maybe it's not that, um, or maybe it's not that I'm the only one who has this problem, but I am in a minority of people who struggle and that struggle isn't what the average person experiences. Somehow I'm broken or I'm flawed. And on the one hand, I agree, it isn't normal. This isn't normal. But not in the sense that it's broken or wrong. I think in the sense of when I say normal, what I mean is that it isn't natural. The constant feeling, this, this constant feeling of inadequacy is not the product of, being, of truly being inadequate, of truly being inadequate. Um, but on the other hand, I think it is normal and normal in the sense that more people experience this feeling I'm describing on a daily basis than I can even imagine. And the reason I think I can convince myself it isn't like the average experience is because we don't talk about it. We feel guilt for not being able to keep our shit together. So we bury it under layers of bullshit that is the veneer of responsible adulthood. We don't want to look like a mess to our friends or acquaintances or coworkers. Can't know that we go days without showering because we just don't have the mental energy to care for our physical bodies. Um, not that that's a relatable experience or anything, right? Um, 
But I think more of us experience what I perpetually go through, but we tend to hide it from those around us, um, especially those who aren't in our immediate circles. And we feel guilty for it. And when I say it isn't natural, what I mean to say is that the state of anxiety is what the average person experiences because of unrealistic pressures placed on us from external sources and social conditioning. Um, being perceived as lazy when really there's just too much on our plates makes us feel gross and uncomfortable. And we don't want other people to know that. <laughs> um, I know I have people in my life who claim to work better under pressure. And maybe that is the honest truth for them. But I would bet that for some maybe even most who say that what they actually mean is that they have learned to adapt to a world that forces them to produce quantity within unreasonable turnaround times uh for me i can't adapt to that uh you know i've mentioned that i used to work in the visual effects industry and that was a very very um extreme example of that uh that you know that that's what it was and you know the school I went to uh for my degree that it was an accelerated program so I've experienced this probably to more extremes than what average well not average but like what most people experience but that being said, I think that it is the same kind of thing that others experience um, through normal channels, normal workplaces, normal um, everyday life. Uh, my ability to create quality work is greatly hindered when I feel the weight of expectations bearing down on me. Um, I can produce a working product and appear competent under immense pressure, but is it my best work? Like what I know could be my best work? N probably not, right? Like it's the best for the time and resources I was given, but it is not the results of my creative potential. Um, this level of pressure <laughs> for me, like, like, the insane amount of like oh you got to perform you got to get it done creates extreme major creative paralysis for me i end up unable to investigate things on an introspective level my entire focus ends up being on the threat which is the threat of failure or the failure or uh the threat of not completing the thing and i'm so focused on that that I can't even begin to prepare the solution. Um, it's like a real visceral physical reaction. Well, yeah, it's a real like almost physical wall that goes up, it feels like. And we've talked about this on previous episodes of the podcast, but um, I have been in a major creative slump for probably well over two years. And as I struggled to come up with this topic uh, for today's episode, I was met with the realization that this, this is burnout. I'm struggling because I am burned out. 
I have been in a constant state of overwhelmed and feeling the pressure of needing to perform at high functioning levels for every waking moment of my life since I can possibly remember. And what with the climate of the past, what, nearly six plus years? No wonder, right? Um, and while I do suffer from believing I am so fatally unique, no one understands me, right? Um, I know for a fact that this is not true. Uh, I am certain that there are quite many, many of you who are listening who can relate to exactly what I'm saying right now. Um, I am not unique in this. Uh, this is not a personal failure. It is a symptom of an illness. And that illness, while enabled by our surroundings, is one we can start to gain some small amount of control over. It's my hope that one day we can escape the paradigm of expecting so much of each other and ourselves that we perpetuate these cycles. But since that isn't likely, I want to take this moment to remind anyone listening that you are not alone. If you, you're not alone if you find yourself failing to meet lofty expectations. Um, I, <laughs> I should mention, and I hope that this has been well established given everything else I have just said, that I do not have my shit together. I am a burning dumpster fire of human emotions, negative self-talk, and vice. I am not here to claim to have established any mastery of managing burnout. Uh, the most I can do right now in my most experienced and authentic form is extend to each and every one of the people who can relate to this my empathy. I know what you are going through. As I said, you're not alone. Um, the other thing I could do is talk about... Uh, some of the things I know I do to myself that maybe if you relate, you do too. Um, and with identifying these shortcomings, my hope is that it makes our ability to reconnect with ourselves that much easier. The first thing <laughs> that I know I do to myself is I overload myself with tasks. To-do lists, like people say create to-do lists, to-do lists are dangerous for me because I will try to pack my day with as much shit as I can possibly imagine. And part of that is, I, I mean, I just have so many interests and things I want to accomplish before I die. You know, the whole not enough time in a day, <laughs> right? That thing. But um, what ends up happening um, is... I pile on all these things that I want to accomplish within the day and I tell myself, oh yeah, this is, this is what I can do. This is what I should be capable of doing, right? But doing that is really unfair to myself. I set myself up for failure constantly and it becomes a form of self-sabotage because I also have issues with um, uh, perfectionism. 
And, you know, some people try to use the term perfectionist to mean that, like, oh, they just need everything to be just right, you know. Everything needs to look or feel exactly a particular way. And to an extent, that's true. But it's a lot more sinister than just making sure things are just so, right? Um, What typically happens to perfectionists, such as myself, is that nothing is ever good enough. So as a result, nothing ever gets finished. And a lot of the time, um, things don't even get started. (laughs) Like I don't even start a task. Um, And it's because uh, there's like this black and white thinking. Like if it can't be the best possible thing I have ever done, then what's the point of doing it at all? If I'm not creating something meaningful, then why bother right um and uh this is how my to-do lists end up 500 i you know 500 items deep and i have this bizarre expectation of myself to get it all done within a 24-hour period well if i can't accomplish one task what's the point of accomplishing any of them right because like i i'm just failing at that point is kind of what's going on in my head yeah and one of the things one of the strategies that I know I could probably benefit from and maybe you could too um is smart goals uh you may have heard of smart goals I'm bad at creating these for myself uh but I know that one way to get around the perfectionist stuff the all or nothing thinking is to smet is to set um smart goals for yourself for the things that you want to do and accomplish uh so like okay what is a smart goal if you've never heard of smart goals smart is an acronym for specific measurable attainable relevant and time bound and often my to-do lists consist of things like get all of these things done by the end of the day and while you know you could say that something like practice piano is specific and end of the day is time bound. It's actually not a smart goal when you consider the other 49 things on a 50, <laughs> on a 50 item list. Um, because it, it's just ambiguous. Uh, So like what I mean by that, a better example of a smart goal, like of to make this goal like a smart goal would be something like practice piano for one hour at 5.30 p.m., right? So practice piano is the specific part, right? That's a thing I want to do. Um, And one hour is measurable. That's, that's a, that's a measurement. I know I have accomplished this goal if I complete it within, if I, if I complete one hour of piano practice. And it's attainable because I know if I'm off of work at 5 p.m. and I give myself a 30 minute buffer uh, to kind of settle into everything else I need to do, I should and I don't mean that in the shooting on myself way, but I should realistically be able to start by 5.30 p.m. That's that's realistic. It's attainable. And I want to know it's only attainable if I don't 
overload myself with other tasks for the day, right? If I tell myself, oh, after I get off work, I'm going to right down to the basement to walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes and then I'm going to start practicing piano at 5:30. Well, now it's no longer an attainable goal. I'm going to have to pick between one of the two. Um it's relevant because it's something I want to achieve. This is something I want for myself. Uh, it's intrinsic. There's no extrinsic factor involved in my practicing piano. No one's telling me that I need to get better at piano or that I should be getting better at piano other than myself. It's something I want. So that's what makes it relevant. Um, and at 5.30 p.m., that's time bound because it isn't this um, like ambiguous before the end of the day thing. Because for me, and maybe this is true for a lot of the people listening, uh, the end of the day may mean something different to me throughout the week. Like, is the end of the day midnight? When the, you know, my, my phone literally says it's the next day. Is that, can I start at midnight? Because I mean, if I start at midnight, that's the end of the day, right? Or is the end of the day before I go to bed? When's bedtime? <laughs> bedtime shifts, bedtime changes because I don't set goals for myself and give myself a routine or a schedule. And I want to make a note here that routines and schedules really, I'm, I'm of two minds. Having a routine and a schedule uh, feels limiting but without some consistency i also feel like this instable feeling like like the world doesn't feel secure so you know trying to find that balance and how to find that balance i i couldn't tell you um i'm still working through that myself and maybe venera when you and i record again maybe maybe you have some thoughts on that but um or, or hey listeners if someone else has thoughts on that you're free to join our discord and um start that discussion because that's that's kind of what we want we want to build a community here um so yeah i mean uh with that being said you know this is just um an example of a smart goal that would be like on a daily basis right and like we could go even further down this like practice piano for one hour at 5 30 p.m on tuesdays thursdays and sundays you know like that that gets even more specific um you could drill it down or five days a week or three days a week whatever you know um you could even go as far as days out weeks months years um but you know as I mentioned about our Discord, if you're interested in learning more on how to create smart goals for yourself, uh, firstly, I recommend looking up strategies on how to set smart goals. But also, um, there will be reference links for some resources that I know of uh, for smart goals in the Discord server. So, like I said, if you have ideas on how to develop routines or you have some thoughts on creating smart goals, join the Discord. Let's let's talk. We would love. We would love for you to engage or you know you could even use the contact form on our website um to send your thoughts um i so 
like I said, like I know this is something I need to do for myself. Um, so I, um, I'm going to challenge myself and you, <laughs> if you're up for it, if this is relevant to you, to start doing the same. Like let's 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 work through this and like I said, join the Discord. We can be a support network for each other. Um, because here's here's the thing: when I don't set smart goals, I overload my to do lists. I get overwhelmed because none of it is realistic. There's too much on there, and then I feel bad about myself. And then there's a lot of negative self talk there, and that just sucks. And I think it's important that, you know, the other thing, like, I think it's important that we give ourselves grace too. The thing I have to remind myself is that the reason I have a habit of doing this to myself is because hustle culture is very real. We live in a society that praises the God of productivity because we believe it's the only path to perceived success. And usually the con that concept of success is defined by some form of financial well-being. Because ultimately, most things people want to achieve include objects for which uh, money is necessar necessary in order to attain. Um, that even includes intangible things like feeling safe and secure. You know, you wouldn't feel safe and secure if you didn't have a roof over your head, right? And you can't have a roof over your head without being able to pay your mortgage, your rent, your lease, what, what have you. Um, or someone else pays the mortgage, the rent, the lease, you know. Somehow there's an exchange there. And it's very easy to slip into the habit of shooting on yourself because we're constantly, whether overtly or subliminally, being told that contributing to society in meaningful ways is, you know, our duty. It's our responsibility. So, yeah. That's my message for today's mini episode. Um, if you're experiencing burnout from the immense pressure constantly placed upon you, remember that you're not alone. We can regain some control in the indifferent universe by realizing that we don't have to subscribe to, to hustle culture. You don't have to achieve all of the things every second of every day. And like I said, let's challenge ourselves. If you're struggling with this, like I do, if you get the creative creativity paralysis, um, consider creating some smart goals. Start small, like maybe start with one. And, you know, once we develop habits and routines, uh, it may be possible to um, start building on those goals and create more. And then, you know, then we get a better idea of what our strengths are, where our, um, you know, what's realistic for us to achieve. Um, and be kind to yourself like seriously um you're you're only human um I did have one thought just now as I was going through this um I remembered that huh 
and the page I turned right to it so as we mentioned like I released a book of poetry toward the end of last year December 2021 and um, I just remembered I have a poem in this book uh, that uh, is relevant to this and um you know the book is called i am ruinous because i am ruinous rapture <laughs> um but anyway i'd like to read this to you because i just realized it, it it ties in ties into what we're talking about um so the title is should in january i should in january i make myself sick over things i should on the first I should have eaten I should have had water I should have stopped myself I should have said goodbye before it came to this I shouldn't be so sensitive this should be easier I should be happy all the things I should in January all right so remember that it, you're be kind to yourself you're only human um i hope you enjoyed today's topic thank you so much for listening like i said join our discord if you'd like to have a support network or discussion about today's topic or any topic really um use our contact form whenever you know be well and uh yeah we'll see you next time Bye. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Radical Softness Podcast. We are your hosts, Venera and Ruinous Rapture, and we hope that you got something valuable from today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or the episode, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us at the handle RadSoftPod. You can also join our Discord for more discussions about today's episode, earlier and later content. A link to the Discord server can be found by going to radsoftpod.com and clicking the Join Our Discord link. For questions or business inquiries, you can reach out to us at radsoftpod at gmail.com or use the contact form on our website. We really couldn't do this without you. Be well, and we hope to see you next time.